Hey, 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 what's going on, fam? It's Tuesdays with Tawana. Yeah, Tuesdays with Tawana is here. We are ready to build community, one broadcast, one podcast, and one YouTube video at a time. Join me in the room. I am Tawana. I am Reverend T, your host and your curator, where we just chop it up for about a half an hour every Tuesday. We get together and we build community. We share stories. We share experiences, all so that we can raise our awareness about one another and join together in this fight to end anti-Black racism, to end classism, to afford our our children equitable education and opportunity. And the list goes on and on and on. And I know it's a lot, but this is what we do every Tuesday. We come together and we just chop it up. No real script. Um, I invite community to comment, those who are listening on a podcast, you can comment as on whatever platform you are listening on, and I will respond. But here, we're going to comment, and I'll invite you into this space by saying your, your comment and sharing your sentiments. Hey, what's up, sis? You are here and in the building. Yes, yes, yes. Let me move this over a bit. Hey, Mama Lovey, always good to see you. Always good to see you. I am grateful to be here on today, and I got to be real honest. I mean, we're always real honest on this in this platform, right, on this show, but I got nothing. My brain is just totally fried. My chapter four for my dissertation, which is the findings of my research, is due on Friday, and my brain is like, I quit. Oh, thank you, Mama Lovey. So yeah, thank you. So my shirt, let's talk about this shirt and these glasses for a moment. So I love glasses. I wear glasses. As I wear glasses to see, I wear them for fashion. I wear sunglasses. And I saw this shirt and it said, glasses make me sexy and has this woman's face with these locks and these glasses. And I absolutely loved it, right? I was like, yes. And, and, and oftentimes as women, um, we are uh, sexualized or we are um, noticed or deemed women because of our body and because of our body parts. But as I am growing into myself as a sexual being, being there's nothing wrong with being sexy because it doesn't define who I am. It's a part of who I am. Men and women or non-binary conforming beloveds all, you know, can deem themselves sexy or someone else can deem them sexy, right? It's a beautiful thing. Um, but then, and this is like being Black in America, right? I'm, I'm about to explain where that segue is coming from. But being Black in America, you know, oftentimes we, well, I have to watch what I do or watch what I say or watch where I go or I drive a, a luxury car, an older model, don't get it twisted, um, and, and I do the speed limit or I'm very careful because I know that I am driving while black, right? So, hey, Julie, good to see you. Yes, my Denver fam is in the building. Oh, and Tanisha. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Sexy Chocolate. Yes, that's what your brother would call me. Yes, 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 our brother. 
So then on the bottom of this shirt, it says glasses make me sexy. And then it says locks make me dangerous. Oh, <laughs> yes, brother. I love you. I love you so much. I'm trying to move this thing. I don't have the time to change the color right now, but um, I'm, yes, I, I do know that. And I embrace that uh, as a part of who I am. <laughs> So the bottom of the shirt says, locks make me dangerous. So when I first saw the shirt, I absolutely fell in love with it. I was like, yes, because my locks, we and we've journeyed together on my lock decision because I wanted to heal from head to toe. And I find that that locks are, are very um, healing and, and it, it gives us an opportunity to really care for our mind and care for what's going on up here and not ignore it because this is a very pivotal part of how we inform the rest of our body, like what we see, what we hear, how we speak, what we think about, what we reflect on, how we meditate. So so I wanted to um, get locks. Um, that shirt is everything. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I still got to get one of your shirts, Tony, because yeah, anyway. That's for another conversation. Um, so when I saw locks make me dangerous, I felt fierce. I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about because I'm going against every status quo that this nation tried to define as beauty. Going against it from the beautiful melanin in my skin to the locks in my hair to the weight on my body, it is just totally speaking against what is going on in this world and yet, we are beautiful. We are amazing. We are worthy. We are. We can show up one day looking one way and the next day looking another. We wear lashes. We take off lashes. We put extensions and we take them out. Or we. That, that's what we do because we're so freaking amazing. If nobody told you today, you are amazing. Tony said it is transformational. Yes, it's transformative. It 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 transform how you think about self and how you honor self from your crown to the soles of your feet. And yet when I put on this shirt, I said, you know, should I be concerned about this dangerous piece? Because racism and anti-black racism is alive and well. And will this cause um pause for someone that might walk by me and they're already perceiving my skin or my hair or my appearance as a threat. And now I'm saying locks make me dangerous. But then I thought about intention and impact, right? We have intentions and then the actual impact. And sometimes our best intentions don't will not warrant the, the greatest impact, right? For instance, something real simple. I go to someone and I say, I'm sorry, I apologize for hurting you. When I did this, I hurt you and I'm sorry. And the person says, well, miss me with that, I'm out. You would hope that someone would accept your apology and love you and embrace it, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So we have the best intentions to show love, but then if someone doesn't receive it, we weren't expecting that outcome, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have, should not have apologized to begin with. What's up, Reverend Quante in the building? What's up, sis? Um, oh, Quante said, I have a shirt on here. It's um, 
Oh, it's her fave. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This is my beloved sister, my reverend sister. So in, intention and impact. So although my intention was just to show the world how sexy and dangerous and great and beautiful and amazing I am, um, someone else might take it a different way. And these are things that we have to think about as we're sharing stories and doing storytelling to really dismantle the status quo and to dismantle anti-Black racism. This is what I have to live with. I can't even put on a shirt without thinking twice about what will happen to me when I walk out in these streets. You know, the way I present myself, but I can't let that stop me from being who I be. I can't let that stop me from being who I am. I need to live courageously and unapologetically and authentically as a black woman who has had to endure a lot to get to this point. My ancestors had to endure a lot to survive and to thrive or for me to be here in this platform, my ancestors had to die. My ancestors had to fight. My ancestors had to make a way out of no way. My ancestors had to build schools and churches and their own businesses just so that I could be here today on this platform, in this apartment, driving my car as free as I am, as free as I want to be. So giving honor to the ancestors and those that rolled before us. But with that, it still doesn't take away the feeling of, is this going to cause pause? Is this going to cause a challenge, intention and impact? Well, I'm here to tell you today, if I don't say anything else today, um, because when I started, I said I got nothing, right? And y'all inspire me. Y'all truly, truly give me inspiration, and I'm so grateful. But knowing, knowing, if I don't point, if I don't bring across a, a powerful point today beside this one, is I am worthy. You are worthy. Whether you grew up in the projects or a house that the bank owns, you are worthy. Whether you drive a car in this current year or if it's 10, 12, 15 years, you are worthy. You are worthy just because of the air you breathe. You are worthy. You are worthy because of just living and living life more abundantly and defining who you are and not allowing other people to define you. Because as Audre Lorde says, if we do that, we will be crunched into other people's fantasies and eaten alive. And we are not here to be crunched into other people's fantasies. We are here to dream and to dream big on our own merit based on who we are and who we be and how we show up in the world. Quante said, that's it. How do we get from the point of showing ourselves to um, exercise that privilege you're blessed with? Um, I feel guilty sometimes. Yeah, Quante, that is so true. Tony says, um, you are worthy and you are enough. Can everybody just receive that today? You are worthy and you are enough. Quante says, boom, you're worthy. That's it. Period. Full stop. Full stop. I am. It, it doesn't go on to say I am worthy because dot, dot, dot. 
None of that matters. Just the mere fact that I woke up this morning, I am worthy. Just the mere fact that I am here building community with you and chopping it up with you, I am worthy. I am worthy based on me being a human being, being a divine human being, being a divine black human being, being a divine black woman, being a, a resilient, uh, a courageous, a loving uh, sensitive, nurturing, all of the attributes of our beloveds. Because we are here, we are worthy. Hey, Reverend Mike. Oh, thank you. <laughs> said, love this shirt. <laughs> Funny, never worked for me. <laughs> You're a mess, Reverend. <laughs> so you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. I am worthy period, full stop. So how do we then live in this world with this divine prowess, with knowing that we are worthy um, in the midst of, not really despite, because we don't want to negate our history and we don't want to erase our history, which is what um, others are trying to do uh, because it is shameful for them what they've done to us. And they don't want to lose their power and control those that are of who ascribe to, you know, white supremacist culture. Um, so, so when we show up in the world and we show up unapologetically, unfortunately, we take a risk. We take a risk because someone is, is going to feel threatened. Someone is not going to like this black woman coming up to them and telling them about their white privilege or white supremacy or anti-black racism or classism. Somebody's not going to like that. And if they don't like it, then they tend to cause harm to me or my black beloveds. And I still got to walk through this life knowing that I am worthy. Hey, my beloved sister. Yes, say it. I am worthy. I am worthy. And not because of material things. I am worthy just because of who I am. Because I was born, I am worthy. You are worthy, beloved. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. No matter what you have been through, what you go through. Let me let me tell you something. I spend one one once a week, I spend about a half an hour with you. Right. So all the other days and all the other hours, you don't know what I have to go through to get up in the morning as a HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer survivor. Life is just not easy for me. It has come. Um, it I, 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 I create um, um, space for me to heal. I create space for me to rest. I create space for me to take care of myself by going to a lot of doctor's appointments, treatment every three weeks, physical therapy. Today I had to go and get um, a hearing test and all that because I learned that the, the chemo, the carboplatin I was on has long-term effects and impact on one's hearing and equilibrium. So they wanted to get a baseline to make sure that um, I, my hearing is not starting to to diminish. And also I was talking with you about um, the possibility of having vertigo because I kept having these dizzy spells. And this is all a part of or a result of the different medications that I am on. I am on blood thinners. So I'm always cold or 
the you know the chemotherapy causes fatigue and um causes nausea and neuropathy so i feel these little pins and needles in my finger fingertips and in my toes and all of this stuff that i have to go through just to get up and to live and to survive and thrive and i have to remind myself every day that i am worthy despite this adverse disease that's trying to take me out every day i am worthy Despite what you have to go through to make a living, to put food on your table, to be, build your family, to be honored and respected and revered, you are worthy. No matter what the world is trying to tell us, we love this nation and the nation doesn't love us back. We are worthy and we've got to know that. And in knowing our worthiness, then we can start to treat teach people how to treat us. We show up with this unexplainable prowess of knowing that we are worthy. And then we teach people how to treat us because we know that we are worthy and you are going to honor and respect me and treat me like the human being that I am that is full of worth and honor and divinity and 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 love and grace and mercy. Tanisha says, uh, Reggie goes through that with the immunosuppressant. You guys are my, my heroes. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I, I, and I share these things, not for, you know, any, oh, you know, she's going through so much, but so that it can help somebody else. You may not be diagnosed with cancer, but if you are living in this nation, you're going through something as a black person. Something. <laughs> Some whether it's um less pay at a job <laughs> or whether it's not even getting the job because of the way you look and you know, the color of your skin, the style of your hair, um whether you're not getting the scholarships to go to college and other people who may not even need it are getting the scholarships. I mean, we can go on for days about the the way people deem us unworthy and how it shows up in our lives every day. Mama Lovey said, you are worthy. I am worthy. You are loved. Thank you, Mama Lovey. And I love y'all for rocking with me every week. And if I have nothing else to give you, I need you to walk away and know that you are worthy. Those that are co-conspirators with us fighting for humanity, fighting for our rights, you are worthy. Go out there because you are going against the status quo, a status quo that has been alive and well since the inception of this country. You are worthy. Go out there and fight for those reparations for all of us who have had to um, deal with the 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 history, the heinous treatment of our ancestors, and it's still alive and well today. Whether it's redlining in communities or gentrification, or whether it's um, not funding schools properly and having this inequitable uh, system of quality of of education. I mean. <sighs> You are worthy. You are worthy of life. You are worthy of all that God has to offer. 
You are worthy of peace, of hope, of dreams and dreaming big. You are worthy of honoring your past, acknowledging your powerful presence so that you might see yourself in the future. You are worthy of dreaming. When I was young, I didn't dream. I didn't dream like when I grow up, I want to be this and that because I was so, um, I didn't think I could do it. So I never verbalized it and I never dreamed it because I didn't want to be disappointed, right? Sometimes we don't say things and do things because we are so attached to the outcome. But I encourage you, beloved, to walk in your worthiness and stay detached from the outcome because you can't control the outcome. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And you don't ever want to say, well, if I had done this, I wonder what would have happened. Sometimes we got to step out on faith and just walk in our worthiness and create the spaces, the sacred spaces and places that we need to survive and thrive. And yes, there are going to be people and groups that are going to try to knock us down and try to kill us and try to, you know, uh, dehumanize dehumanize us and, and demean us. And yet we are still here. We are still here, beautiful and brilliant and wonderful and divine, full of grace and mercy. You are worthy. You are worthy. We, we receive the degradation, the, the, the treatment of being uh, uh, dismissed or disrespected in, in our communities, by our own people, by those who are racist, those in the education system, those in the healthcare system, damn it. We are going to reclaim, <laughs> as Mama Maxine would say, reclaim not only our time, but reclaim our lives to be worthy, not to prove anything to anybody else, but just knowing that I am divine and I am created by the divine. I am worthy. I was worthy the moment I was born. And there was a plan for me, a plan for me to prosper. And what does prospering look like? It may not look like the capitalistic prospering that we have to deal with here in America, but it may be prospering in love. And I am because you are and prospering in worthiness and prospering in uh, spiritual prowess and educational prowess and coming together as community and building community together so that we don't have to depend on or rely on others for our well-being. We are worthy. Y'all know one of my favorite, 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 favorite uh, scriptures, um, excuse me, poems is Come Celebrate With Me by Lucille Clifton. And I'm going to read the entire poem today. Usually I just say um, the last line, won't you celebrate celebrate with me for every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. But today I just felt moved to read the entire poem by Lucille Clifton. And it says, won't you celebrate with me what I have shaped from a kind of life has no model, born in Babylon, both non-white and woman. What did I see to be except myself? I made it up. 
here on this bridge bet between starshine and clay, one hand holding tight, my other hand holding tight, my other hand, because sometimes that's all we have. Come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. And, oh, what's up, Deidre? <laughs> she said she's a Maryland poet as well. Yes, 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 yes. So, y'all, even if you have to hold your own hand, remembering that we come from Babylon, non-white and woman or man, black, showing up every day is a celebration for every day, something, someone has tried to kill me and has failed. Even for those whose blood still cries from the ground. We will continue to fight for justice. We will continue to fight and live out their, their legacy because they were taken at the hands of racism or law enforcement or whether it's in within the community because when you take away food and shelter, people then tend to fight for basic needs. We can go through the whole lesson of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? But the one thing that is missing from that triangle is racism and the fact that all things are not equal. That theory works, all things being equal, and we know that things are not equal. So beloved, lifting as we climb, knowing that we are worthy, those that went before us were worthy. So we're climbing as they pull us up, and then we're pulling others up with us so that they too might know that they are worthy in spite of their situation or circumstance or wherever you fall in this spectrum of labels and identity this that's rooted in whiteness, let us begin to redefine who we are and how we show up in the world. For we are worthy. We are worthy. We are, we are worthy so that domestic violence, no one deserves that. Ill treatment from the medical system, Nah, we don't deserve that. Lack of resources in our schools, we don't deserve that. We are worthy of greatness and then some. So as we continue to fight the good fight every day, individually and collectively, always keep in your mind, your heart, and in the depths of your soul that you are worthy. And that this fight is, this battle is not going to be easy because we are fighting against a status quo that has existed since the inception of this country. Know that I love you. Know that I will be taking a break for July and August because I need to finish my dissertation. My tentative defense date is September 30th. I say that to you so that you can speak life into that and, and pray for me and speak my name because I do get discouraged. I do get tired. 
I, I feel like I am not worthy. The imposter syndrome comes. So this word may have just been for me <laughs> to remind myself that I am worthy of living and surviving, beating cancer and finishing a dissertation and building community one broadcast at a time and sharing my story so that others can be encouraged and empowered and think differently and do differently and show up differently, unapologetically with all of the divine spiritual being that you are and that you have just because you are alive. Thank you, Tony. She said, I've got this and she's so proud of me. I'm, I'm grateful. So y'all pray for me. So I'll take a summer hiatus um, to focus on writing, to focus on getting this dissertation done. Um, but I can't do this without community. So I need your prayers. I solicit your prayers. And yes, thank you, Quante. Uh, the imposter syndrome will not win. Julie says, you go, girl. Yes, ma'am. Yes, my beloved friend. Yes, ma'am. We're going to do this. This is, this, is, this is for us. This is not just for me. This is for us so that we can stop dying at the hands of systemic ills that have tried to kill us, but has failed. Thank you for your prayers. I love y'all to the moon and beyond. Uh, I will see you in September. I may do a pop-up because y'all know how I do. I miss y'all and then I'll pop up once in a while. But right now I need to focus on my writing and really focus on getting this dissertation done. So um, I love you. And I thank you for rocking with me on Tuesdays. I thank you for building community with me. One broadcast, one podcast, one YouTube video at a time. We rebuke the imposter syndrome. Um, Tanisha said, thank you for giving that a name for me. Yes, we go through that and we need to name it because when we name it, we can then face it to fix it. Beloved, I love you. Be well, be safe. If you're going to have a hot vac summer, take care of yourself. If you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Continue to wash your hands. Continue to wear your mask in spaces where you might be vulnerable or might be vulnerable to someone else like me who's immune compromised. Um, so be safe this summer. Enjoy yourself. Take some time to love on yourself um, and, and, and just to be who you be unapologetically and authentically, for you are worthy, beloved. I love you. I'm out. Peace.